Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Speak your mind at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. Sports Radio 1019 Good Saturday morning. It is 102 on the fan. Pete Hoffman with you. On this July, the 1st of July. Happy WFAN birthday to all that celebrate. And you can do that by calling 877-337-6666. You always hit me up at Hoff, WFAN on all my social media. Marco Belletti on the updates. Alex's arm on the other side of the glass. And you 877-337-6666. Now, I am actually very furious today. Many different reasons. But I'm very depressed that... Uh, the Yankees didn't play because I was looking really forward to talking about a good winning team. Instead, I have to go back to the well of another disastrous. And thank God that the June swoon is completely over. I said it yesterday, but now it's officially over. Now we're July, so that there's no more June. Thank God. Because the Mets played the worst baseball of all time. In history of Mets, in a month, I think. I think that at least they're close to it. They were 7-19 in June, and it was pathetic. It was gross. Every game, it was some other disaster. Listen, in a season, you get some bad losses. And you sit there and you go through the list. Oh, well, these are the top five bad losses of a season. And, you know, it's overall 162 games. The Mets went 7-19. and 19. And in those 19 losses, I would say 
15 of those were gut-wrenching. So bad I wanted to rip my hair out, and actually I shaved my head on air yesterday on the Tiki and Tierney show to try to change his juju, and it didn't work after day one. Now listen, there's still three months to go. But this team is just completely dead right now, and it's everybody. And again, like I said, it's every game, there's just a different way they lose. This time, they go to Mr. Reliable. We sit there and talk about how Buck has completely made every wrong decision this season. But now it just says it doesn't make a difference what move he makes. It's all going wrong. He goes to David Robertson in the eighth inning, and it blows up in his face. Pete Alonzo with the error. Then we get a three-run home run after a walk, and it's just... It's embarrassing. And then the ninth inning is lifeless. We actually get a base runner by pinch hitting. Listen, when did Luis Guillorme turn into Matt Franco? When did that happen? Why is Luis Guillorme getting at bats? Oh, because this roster sucks. That's why. This roster has so many one-dimensional players. It is atrocious. And Luis Guillermo works a walk. Thank God. Everyone's got to stop swinging at everything in the dirt. But anyway, Guillermo gets on. They they decide to pinch run for him. Stalling Marte. Can't get out of his own freaking way. Tries to finally steal. The one thing that the Mets have been doing well is stealing bases. I think they went 34, 35 bases stolen in a row without getting caught? Well, and that one. First pitch, steal, out, done. And then Nimmo on the next pitch, it's like everyone's confused. It was swing. He kind of tipped it, but it was caught. Strike three. And the fans are going, uh, what just happened? We just blew that game too? We're getting confused how terrible this team is. And there's not one person that's stepping up right now. And that's the frustrating thing. In a season, in a long season, in 162 games, you think that there's at least one or two bright spots. One or two moments where you could like hang your hat like, wow, that was a good win. Or that was a nice moment. Or, you know, this player really shined. I can't find one. I can't find one. Like, I'm not looking at, like, Cody Singh. i be like, wow, this guy's really going to be special. I just say, guy walks a lot of guys. His whip is way too high to be productive in the MLB. Francisco Alvarez was a nice story to begin with, but, and, his, and listen, his de- defense has been for the most part, really good. On Thursday night, it wasn't so great, though. Dropping balls, misplaying some things. I mean, it's not flawless. And his bat has completely cooled down. Beatty's bat's been dead for a while. I know he's had, he's picked up a little bit lately. But there's, again, there's not one person on this 300 and 
near $50 million team, there's not one person that sticks out and be like, wow, you know what? We found something there. Not one. And that's embarrassing. And they've literally turned in to the worst team that money can buy. I mean, that's that's it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Now, I will say, after all that, they can completely do a 180 here. There is the All-Star break coming up. They got to finish the San Francisco series. They got two more after that. If they could find a way just to win a freaking series, it's got to start now. There's not much more wiggle room. I know the the number isn't in their favor. I mean, I, I think if I calculate it right, like I mean, I'm looking at the Mets need to win about 90 games to make the playoffs, right? That that's in total 90 games is really realistically playoff, right? Well, they got about like 26 losses left to go this season. That's how that's how close they are to blowing that. There's not a lot of room. But it can be done because we've seen teams that have first halves that are brilliant. So why can't the Mets' second half be that way? It's a tough. It's a it's tough right now to even comprehend because they're playing such crap baseball as I'm watching Pete Alonso throw the ball away again to David Robertson. And listen, Alonso. I I haven't heard if anybody's asked. He came back too early from his injury. I love the fact that Pete Alonso is just that gritty stud who wants to be here, who wants to play. He'll he'll battle through anything. He'll grind through anything. But I don't think he's a hundred percent because he hasn't played it remotely close to that since he's been back since he got hit in the wrist. He had that huge cast on that that comedy show that we were at for for Craig Carton for the Pete Alonso Foundation, and it looked like it was going to be a long time till he returned. And instead, he got off the IL. I think it was eleven days. Eleven days it took for Pete Alonso to come back, and I think it was too early. I'm not saying he re-injured it. I just think he's still feeling something. And he's just not swinging well. He's not making contact. I'm not, I'm not saying that he's nervous at all. I know he's got hit. A, I think he got hit another couple more times, or at least one other time. Um, but overall, the team isn't playing well. It seems like Alonzo's scuffling due to injury or just due to something. So how are you going to believe this team's going to turn it around? It's it's almost impossible. It's almost impossible. But it's July 1st. It's WFAN's birthday. I shaved my freaking head. And I have belief that this is not going to be the worst season. The worst team that money can buy. Right now, they're playing that way. I don't believe it's going to end that way. And again, with the wild cards added, it's not like they have to be a 100-win team to make the playoffs. They don't. 
but they do have to start winning now. 877-337-6666. Let's go to the phone calls. Again, you'll listen to Pete Hoffman on the fan. 877-337-6666. You can always hit me up on social media at Hoff, W-F-A-N. Sal is in Staten Island. You're leading us off on this July 1st. Hey, what's up, Hoff? What's going on, man? Um, I just want to say I completely agree with what you said on Pete. I don't think he's healthy. This is not the same Pete Alonzo we saw in April and May. Completely different players. Swinging that ball is way out of the zone. But I just want to hear your thoughts. Do you think that it's time to let go of Buck? Do we keep him around? Well, I think? mean, they, here's the thing: is they're not tra- they're not they're not getting rid of Buck. So whether I think that it, it would be a positive to get rid of him, and I kind of do, and I like Buck Showalter a ton. I was somebody that was totally backed Buck Showalter when he first got here. I wanted him here. I still think he has a pulse. I think he's just totally lost right now with his team because there's nothing that's working. Um, do I want to give him a second chance? Of course I do. I think that they all deserve it. Uh, I think Buck has earned that as well. I know he's never won anything. I'd like to see him win something. I want to see him like, you know, with Dusty Baker. You want to see him win something. So I would not want, I don't really want to get rid of him, but if it happened tomorrow, I'm I'm not opposed to it. However, this Mets organization just said they went on on Wednesday or whatever it was that they're not going to do that. Yeah, I agree with you. I think, uh, what's it called? You know, I'm born in 2004. I'm still a youngster. I've really only seen, I've seen Terry. He was all right. We had a good run in 2015. And then after that, it's been terrible. Yeah, you haven't had the best, best. you haven't had the best luck with the managers. (laughs) I'll tell you that much. Not at all. I think, uh, Terry's the best manager I've seen other than, you know, Buck. Hopefully you can pull it together, but well, I don't, here, know. I don't think Sal, here's the, here's, the funny, here's the funny thing about, about Terry Collins. Terry Collins wasn't a great manager, right? Like, I don't think he was there. He wasn't a great manager. He had a long history of being around uh, to manage teams that weren't so great, but he was a he's a good guy. That's no question about it. But he was the right person for that job because – those expectations were so low, and he found a way to build that team. He found a way to motivate that team, and it was impressive. And he stuck it out with some bad teams and got them to a freaking World Series. So you got to tip the cap that, yes, Terry Collins did a hell of a job with a very, um, you know, listen, and they were skilled, especially when you have DeGrom and Harvey and some of the younger Sittigard, uh, and then some of the younger T- Dale Murphy had some really talented players at the height of their skill set. So for that, I, I, you got to say that he was, you know, he it was a combo of unexpected, unexpecting team and Terry Collins, who was a grinder, and it worked out. So uh, yeah, that's definitely the best manager you've seen in a Met uniform. But Buck Showalter, pr- prior to that, was always the guy who brought his team to the edge of that that World Series with that playoff-bound team, and then he'd leave and they'd go on to win a World Series. Yeah, I agree. I think, listen, I think Buck's the guy. I listen I listen to WFAN a lot. You know, I'm on my way to work with my dad. I'm listening. I hear what uh, Boomer and Geo got to say about the guy. I hear what Tiki and Tyranny got to say about the guy. And I remember he was great with, uh, with the Orioles. Yep. And I think... I think he's the guy, but with this bullpen, I don't think he can do anything. So, to all the people saying fire Buck, 
I think you're wrong. I think Buck's the guy to get this team over the top, but he just doesn't have the uh, the ingredients right now. Yeah, no, that's for sure. And Sal, thank you so much for my phone call. The ingredients are definitely missing from the Mets bullpen. And and here's the thing is, though, when he does use his ingredients, uh, he tends to use them at the wrong time or too much of of, of one. It just it's not it's not working right now. 877-337-6666. Mike is in the Bronx. What's going on, Mike? What's up, Hoff? Good job with your haircut, man. Oh, yeah. It's, like br- it's it. brilliant. Oh, like well, it. As long as you like it. I still might, you know, <laughs> C-Mac saw me today just now, and he goes, what does the wife think? I go, I haven't seen her. Like, I wasn't lying. She got on a flight to Florida after after work. Like, she has not physically seen me yet. So we've talked a, a, a few true. times on the phone. I'm not sure if if she's gonna want to stay at the house when she comes home, but we'll find out on on uh, Sunday night. <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. From from what I know, from listening to WFN all the time, uh, your wife will love you no matter what you like. <laughs> no, she she she, yeah, she is amazing. Yes, she. I, yeah, like, and, like, and, like, like, no, like she said, no, Mike. No, she didn't marry me for my looks. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My hey, my wife says that all the time, man. It's <laughs> so good. It's all good. It's our personality, but yeah, I, I right. really have to address this fake, this fake phony Peter Alonzo snap in the back thing. It really drives me nuts. It, it's like you're not Bo Jackson. This guy broke bats like a twig. You're like going to break a bat. It's like you're concentrating on it. He didn't break the bat. And then and then he tried again and then did break the bat. It's like it's not natural. It, it it's kind of like like almost annoying. Like just throw the bat. Just just get throw You're gonna crush him on listen, he has been so bad since he's ret- returned from his injury, which is disappointing because he not saying he was so good, but at least his power numbers were there. His he was getting Picking up the RBIs, he was hitting home runs. He was he was doing enough to be like, you know what, the guy he once he starts connecting on a regular, he'll be he'll be back to his normal Pete Alonso self. He is so the other way now, and it's all since after his injury. And I just think yeah, he's but- lost, and I think he's I think he is hurt. I think he's this this injury is nagging him right now, and he just he is not going to say it. He's not going to use it as an excuse because he wants yeah. to play because he feels like he needs to be there for his team to win. And 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 you're probably 100 percent right. And I I re- I related to to like um, Stanton. Also, there are times where he's hurt and he can't hit at all for anything. Then when he gets hot, he go- goes crazy. But when he's struggling he doesn't go and try like oh i'm gonna show you guys i'm so mad and try to break a bat you know what i mean like i, I don't know but yeah but stan's like a robot like i'm not saying that to disrespect the guy at all but like you see him he gets up to bat he doesn't move like he's just there yeah and then when he sees it. a pitch he swings and he tries to hit it and that's that's about it you, and then when he goes back to the bench he comes off as a robot Sometimes no, or, I, listen, or like I, a, 
No, Mike, I don't. And a lot of people try to attack him about him being a phony and all this stuff. I, I'm sorry. I'm not the, C-Mac over here. No, I'm not no, Big Mac. No, I know, no, Mike. But I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying, but a lot of other people, a lot of people do that, though. It's not just C-Mac. It's not just, I'm not saying it's just you too, it's you too. But a lot of people think that he comes off not non-genuine. And I think that's I, I, not yeah. true. I, did, I just think that he's a little bit quirky at times. I think that he's, it's, it's not. Maybe it might not look natural, but that's who he is. You know, it was like I'm. I'm gonna. Bre- I'm so mad. I'm gonna break this bat, and then it didn't break, and then he was like, "Oh, now I have to break the bat." And then the real emotion came in and snapped. And then I went back and I, wa- I watched some Bo Jackson uh, videos, and and the guy struck out, and he just went boom, snapped it like a twig, like it was nothing. There was no thinking about anything like. Well, oh, Mike, man, but, Mike let me ask you it. a question. Do you th- yeah. Are you a professional bat cracker? A bat snapper? Um, no. Do you know, the, I, do you know have, the, the proper way to break that bat? I do not, but I have put my head through walls before. Well, there you, you know, know, like, I'm pretty crazy. I put my head through, through a windshield in an argument with my wife while she was telling me I was front with a bartender once, yeah. Wow. I'm pr- I'm pretty profound in my profession, and I, breaking back isn't my thing. So I wouldn't. Can I ask you a question? Back. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Yeah. Did it go completely yeah. through the windshield, or did it just crack the windshield? It it put a dome in the windshield, and I had to go to Hunts Point the next day to get a new windshield. And, and did you need any stitches yourself, or no? No, nothing. I didn't well, even have a bruise. Um, I was that... on Tremont Avenue. And I told her if, if she doesn't stop saying that I'm trying to hit on the, the on the bartender, I'm going home with her. This was uh, in 2003. I said if you if you say it again, I'm going to put my head through this windshield. She said it again, and I <laughs> launched my head into the windshield. I put a dome, cracked the whole Jeep windshield, and uh, and now Mike, and, uh, and and how many years you have you been married for? We ended up getting married in 2012, and we're still married to this well, day. Well, there you go. She, she actually turned 40 yesterday. Well, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday to, to yeah, your wife, yeah. uh, Mike. Ro- What's your name? Yeah, Ro- Ro- Rosie. Rosie, yeah. happy birthday, and congratulations. What, your guys are going to be uh, 11, 12 years married? Yeah, 11 years, yeah, I guess. Congratulations, congratulations, Mike. That That's an amazing story. That's what you call a happy ending. You would, you put your head through a windshield. You have to replace it. But you're married now for over 11, 12 years. I didn't ask you about the kids. I didn't ask you about any of that stuff. And, uh, you know, a lot of details we don't need to get into. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.